Hey everyone, I'm Curtis. And I'm Shank. And you're listening to the Good Buds Podcast. Let's shatter some nugs. Welcome to the Good Buds Podcast, the show where good buds smoke good buds and talk about them. This is episode 13, airing Monday, November 9th, 2020, on Spotify, YouTube, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Thanks for joining us. This week's episode is brought to you by that slight ringing noise that you get in your ear every now and then that just appears and disappears for no friggin' reason. What the fuck is up with that anyway? Seriously, buddy. You weird. Link in the description. Anyway, on with the show. <laughs> nice shout out, Shank. Don't forget their subsidiary company, iFloaties. What the fuck are those? What the fuck are those? More on that later. But, how are you doing today, Shank? Oh man, I'm doing pretty good, you know, just keeping things organized, having a good day. Uh, kept quite busy with a few projects on the go, and uh, just having a good time overall. How about yourself, brother? Having a good one? Uh, well, last night was a little unfortunate for me. A little oh, unlucky, yeah? if you would say. Um, oh. So I went to a restaurant, was sitting down, eating by myself, lonely, you know. Uh... And I went to reach over for the salt shaker, and I accidentally knocked it over. Oh, so, shoot. Bad uh, luck, man. Oh, yeah. And me being a superstitious person, I immediately grabbed the salt and threw it over my shoulder. Well, when I did that, the salt actually got into a waiter's eyes who was walking behind me. He fell over, threw an entire tray of food onto another customer. Oh. Yada, yada. Long story. I'm getting sued by two people now. Oh, fuck, man. You're getting sued by both of them? Yep, the waiter and the customer. I'm claiming that it was an accident, but both of them are claiming that it was assault. Anyway, be sure to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you like what we're doing, check out our Patreon page. We have six tiers available, including bonus content and access to our Discord channel. That's absolutely right. We would love if you would stop by and consider donating to the show. Now... Let's get into the review. Good Buds Review, Good Buds. So, Curtis, what are you burning today? I don't fucking know, Shank. <laughs> yeah, man, see, neither do I, honestly. You see, we have, we decided that this was going to be a very somewhat special episode. Being our 13th episode, airing the same week as Friday the 13th, we decided that we were going to do a mystery strain. So, these are strains that we have... Uh, procured through various means rather you know they've been given to us by friends or family or something like that yeah and we've just lost the names or they were never told to us to begin with um so <laughs> so what's what... yours like uh the best give us the best description you possibly can of this mystery weed and maybe the audience can help us figure out what the fuck it is exactly if you guys can help us out that would be appreciated but the weed that i have for you today is grown somewhere in Florida, or around the Florida area, and was given to me by my uncle, who lives down there. It is a tightly packed, light green nug, with these small, dark green specks on it. It's about half covered in these fine tangerine-colored hairs that kind of peek out throughout, but it just gives it a nice little half-and-half half of green and orange. Uh, it has a... Small amount of crystal coating, but 
they're bigger crystals than you would normally see on Nugs. Kind of like almost salt crystals, if you would. Oh, like crystal like, rocks, almost. Right, as opposed to just that thin coating of crystals. Neat. Uh, in terms of the scent, it has a very earthy, woodsy scent to it. It's slightly more pungent once you break it open. Like, once you get in there. It's got this very nice citrus scent. The terpenes kind of come out a little bit more, but it's still got a nice, earthy, woodsy, almost umami scent to it. Kind of comes out throughout. Uh, I don't know if it's weak on the scent because of how long it took to get to me. Obviously, shipping and stuff. I'm in Michigan. He's in Florida. But, I don't know. We will uh, find out how it tastes in a little bit. But that is uh, some weed. <laughs> yeah, that is some weed. <laughs> Yeah. So man, Shank, what is uh good. the the weed that you have to describe for us today? <laughs> well the weed I've got, this uh mystery strain. Um I mean it's I don't know if it's as good as the Florida man stuff you've got. Um but no uh hopefully it's good. Um it's this beautiful tight forest green nugs with little hints of emerald peeking out every now and then. Um Honestly, it's got the thickest coating of red hair I've seen in a little while. It covers the entire outside like an overgrown forest, almost like Wookiee fur. Um, and, uh, like, it's just covered from tip to tip of every nug of this. It has this sheen of crystal over the entire top. It's almost like a jungle that's coated in frost, which is, like, just a really weird juxtaposition. But, you know, it's it looks great. Um, Sounds like a Minecraft biome. Oh, I know, right? It's, it's it's totally... We'll call this one Minecraft and yours Florida, man. Until we know what they actually are. Um, but, uh... So, as for the smell of this stuff, though, man, it has a very sweet, musky punch. Um, it almost has that kind of cush smell, like that oily, kind of gassy diesel smell. Um, but very subtle. Um, it has really tart berry hints, like blueberry, specifically. Not just a general berry smell or berry hint. Uh, but blueberry smell in the front with a herbal and peppery tone just kind of sitting in the background. Overall, the smell is clean, like super, super clean. It, it would honestly make a really frigging good air freshener, you know, like just it would make an I would love to have my entire room smell like this weed. Like a Glade it's, incense. Yeah, like a Glade incense. Or one or of a, those uh, uh, Scentsy things. Yeah, those uh, Scentsy oil burning, wax burning thingies. Like one of those. And by the way, not hashtag not sponsored. But if either of you guys want to sponsor us and give us some cannabis scented, uh, you know, plugins or whatever, we will totally take that sponsorship. I mean, screw Anything. that. If they even just want to make them in the first place, that'd be nice. Yeah. Any day of the week. Any day of the Absolutely. week, we will plug the shit out of those, even if you don't sponsor us. But um, sure. I think you know. Obviously, these both sound like they smell delicious. They both look awesome. I I know I have a uh, bong packed here, and uh, well, before you know, we get to that. Uh, obviously, if you're watching the YouTube video, then you can see the pictures of the nugs come on screen as we talk about them. Big but truth. if you're watching one of our audio podcasts, you can either check out YouTube or you can check out our Instagram where we post all of the pictures of these nugs plus some behind the scenes photos. Oh, yeah. And you can also check out our Reddit page as well that we recently started uh, the Good Bud Sub on Reddit.com. You can go there and check it out and uh, post your pictures of your nugs or check out some pictures of ours. Exactly. Let us know mm -hmm. what we should be smoking. Oh, yeah. But yeah, let us know. As you were Tell saying, us what Shane. you do. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, it sounds great, man. So uh, let's try them out, I think, eh? For sure, for sure. I got my bong. You got yours. Yes, sir. Lighters out, bro. Lighters up. Blaze it, bro.
So, Curtis, how's yours tasting, brother? Mmm. Mmm. Wow. It is a very, very smooth, yet pungent hit. It felt clean and well-rounded. Like, I don't have any ice in my ice catcher, and I did just clean my bong, but still, the flavor, super smooth, super clean, well-rounded, as in it filled my mouth, it went to my lungs, it went to my brain, it just felt like it spread throughout my body really nicely. The flavor is a large... Okay, this is where it's going to sound weird. It tastes like a mixture between fuel and sanitizer. But it didn't really taste like it. It tastes like the scent of it. Like walking into a freshly cleaned hospital that has that nice chlorine bleach, you know, just got cleaned. It tastes like that scent. Or walking into a pool that just got, you know, a fresh load of chlorine and the pH balance is just right. That nice equal amount of cleanliness. But it has a slight earthy tone to the end of it towards the back taste. And it's just a very calming aftertaste that settles you in really nicely after that. Nice. It's pretty nice. good. Pretty good. Sounds good. Uh, nice how about dude. you? How's it uh, tasting for you? Well, this uh, this Minecraft biome here is fucking um, smooth and sweet, just like a Minecraft biome. Uh, it's got a really heavy blueberry taste, though. That blueberry smell that was there before overpowers pretty much everything now. Um, coming right to the forefront. Um, it's got these really nice citrus hints in the background and like a little bit of a harsh inhale, like when you're taking it in, but the exhale's really clean. Um, I didn't even notice that uh, diesel-y kind of cushy uh, scent in the smoke at all, so if there is any kind of, like, you know, cushion there, it's probably lighter on it. Um, but right. it's, uh, it caused a little bit of dry mouth there. Luckily, as we always say in pretty much every episode, prepared stoner always has beverages on the standby. Stacks um, Snacks and bevs. So, I mean, it's fantastic flavor. I really, really enjoy it, and I'm definitely looking forward to trying more. Yeah, so obviously there's no online reviews for these, so, like, we're right. going to have to do something different this episode, right? I mean... Right. Obviously, you know, we don't have the reviews because we don't know what strains they are exactly. So, we're going to no wait way. until later on in the episode, and we will let you know how it's affected us, and we'll give you our opinions. Opinions. Yeah, it's gonna be fantastic, man. Um, honestly, though, I do really look forward to smoking. Do you have a Do you have a joint there? Uh, I don't have the. Oh, oh, hi, Mister Kitty. Oh, Kitty, nice. hey, Kitty. Oh, he brought hey. her joints. Nice. What a What a good cat. Dude, you trained your cat really nicely. Dude, that's not my cat. But it's not my cat. Whose fucking cat was that? Uh, anyway, thanks, cat. You thank man, you. or a girl, or a boy. I don't know, but thank you, cat. I'm not going to assume your gender. Uh, awesome. So, yeah, I've got my joint now. You've got I your got joint, my joint And, uh, yeah, let's go ahead and light them up, eh? Light them up. Tokes kaboot. 420 somewhere. Oh, oh. Blaze it, bros. Mmm. Oh, that tastes nice. I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yup. Yup. How's, how's yours tasting? What are you burning out of today? Tasting pretty good. Tasting pretty smooth. It doesn't exactly... I mean, it's good for a joint, 
but I prefer it more in a bong, personally. Yeah. But in terms of paper, I'm making you super jelly today. I am smoking the paper of your people. Oh my god, hold on. Let me, let me, okay, how many guesses do I get? None. It's Juicy J maple syrup flavored. Dude, yes. Yes. <laughs> the only thing more, the only thing that could be more Canadian is moose flavored papers. Possibly, but this does have red Canadian maple leaves all over it. That's beautiful, With a white man. paper. Oh, cannibals, we stand on God for weed. That's amazing, man. Fucking, I'm proud of you for True cannabis thing. love, and we all grow the seeds. <laughs> oh, man. Well, okay, guys, coming in the future, a full-length parody of the uh, Canadian National Anthem featuring me and Curtis. Um, Followed shortly by a rendition of the American National Anthem. And the bongs that we blaze Every day we get hazed In the morning we saw The ashtray had been raised They took all the roaches Anyway, sorry. But, uh, no, yeah, that'd be fucking awesome, man. Like, uh, that'd be great. But that's I'm proud of you for that. I'm actually burning it as something different today. I have some what you got? raw, classic, organic papers. Ooh, Ooh, I have a couple of those, and I love them. I like Raw's. I've always liked Raw. Raw and Element have always been, like, ones that I like to go to for, like, if I'm going to buy, like, a a more well-known name brand kind of paper. Like, I mean, OCB, for as old as they are, they're not, like, one of those brands that people are like, oh, OCB papers. Like, you know, Vogue is more popular. I think the smoke shop next to me just started selling, like, alternate versions of them, because I think before you could only get the single wide, and now they have, like, the double, the fucking... uh, One and quarters... One and a quarters, super long ones. Yeah, yeah, Um, because that's what I use. I use one and a quarters, uh, pretty much always. Just I, I prefer them. I find that when you're hand rolling with one and a quarter, you get a more substantial joint out of it, and it's a lot easier to roll cones because of the size and shape of the joint. At least a satisfying cone, in my opinion. But uh, usually in those cases, I usually use two papers to make a slightly bigger cone. But that's just the way I was taught. So that's why oh, I yeah, have no, no problem yeah. with, like, the single wides. Do you roll the old uh, the old school L's? Like, the old school uh, L's? Like, where you take the paper and you, not, like, kind of stick it at, like, an L? Like, a like a kind of... Not an L. Like, it's uh more or less, like, a square with an overlapping corner on it. Oh, I dig. Like, rec- I dig. The rectangles yeah. overlap, but they're all both long ways. And essentially, yep. the way I roll it, it makes a pre-rolled cone... And then I just fill it full of weed, twist the end, lick it the rest of the way, twist the end more, and then I have a perfect cone. Yeah, I dig it, man. See, like, I miss, the only thing I miss about my younger days, my more creative days, when it comes to weed smoking and everything, is that I used to be more adventurous with my joints that I rolled. Um, Like, for example, my favorite, um, I'm sure you've heard of it before, but the Dutch Tulip. Oh, yeah. That was my favorite type of joint to roll. I rolled them impeccably like i like would make a the bulb would burn perfectly it would light the joint perfectly it would burn all the way through and one smooth consistent burn and i was like the first couple sucked but like once i learned it and i got the technique down i love those things but like same thing with me was for cross joints oh dude cross joints yeah like oh yeah we'll talk about cross joints too because i got a great cross joint story as well that uh that i want to share after you share yours but, um, but yeah, like, these bulb joints, I used to roll them, and I'd use, like, three grams, like, to roll these joints. And the bulb would have, like, usually, like, one and a half grams in it, and the joint itself would have one and a half. 
and like I would basically just like make the bulb, make the make the joint, roll it all together, and like these things were magnificent. But they like it's like how I used to do my hair. I used to actually like have mohawks and spike my hair and stuff like that when I was younger in my punk days, and it would take me like forty fucking minutes to do my hair, which is totally not punk, by the way. Like, anybody out there who's sitting in the bathroom for 40 fucking minutes making sure your hair is perfect, that is, like, the least punk thing. Um, but anyway, I digress. I, I, like, it would take so long to roll these joints that, yeah, like, when you went to a party and you brought, like, three of them with you, and people, like, you busted them out and people were like, what the fuck? Yeah! Like, holy shit, that's so cool! Like, it was neat, and it was cool for the novelty, but... I don't really do social shit anymore, and with COVID going on, like, rolling fancy joints, like, for the sake of rolling them just seems kind of dumb. So, I just right. roll a nice cone, just something that I can just burn and just smoke, and efficiency, man. It's all about efficiency, and, like, oh, yeah. moderation, too, because I'm not going to be burning three grams per joint anymore. Like, that's just dumb. That was, like, a dumb thing to do when I was younger. And I had, like, you know... Right, at I that point, I had a, roll yeah. everybody a one-gram joint and just be like, there you go. I know. Everybody gets high. Straight no up, yeah. No, exactly. Or, or you even better, roll six, roll six half-gram joints, you know? Like, you'd roll six half-gram joints and burn those half-gram joints, like, one after another, and they'd last you for, like, a long time. Even longer than the right. fucking tulip would, right? You only smoke one when you need and one. let's say you fuck up the tulip or somebody fucks it up, and then that whole bulb of weed just fucking falls out. That's exactly, and that has waste. happened. The first couple times, like the, like I said, the first few times I fucked it up, that's how it fucked up. It's like I didn't do the seal properly on the between the bulb and the, and the joint, and I, I, like, didn't know the proper way to do it. And, um... Right. So, I fucked it up, and when I fucked it up, it, uh, like, fell off. Just, like, it got partway burned through, and then it just fell off, and I ended up taking the rest of it and stuffing it in my fucking bong bowl and burning it in my bong. But, like, it was... If you were outside and that happened, man, like, that would suck. That's gone. That weed, it's gone. Nature owns it again, oh, you yeah. know? So, it, it was, Especially like, nighttime at a party, yeah. snowing, anything yeah, or like a festival that. or something, because most of the time, like, you'd roll, like, fancy yeah. joints for festivals, and that's where my cross-joint story comes oh, in, so that. I'm not going to tell that yet, but what is your cross-joint tale that you want to share? Because I'd love to hear about it. Well, well, back in the day, fucking, this was when me and my friends were just starting to smoke weed, like, regularly, and, uh, you know, the bongs and stuff were left at home, so... A lot of the bulbs that were brought with us were either cheap metal ones that we could throw, ditch, buy a new one for fucking mm. four dollars. Those no screw problem. together piece, yeah, the screw together exactly. ones. Exactly. Yeah. So we Everybody had those. One of those. We had papers. We had blunts, and or you had like a pop can if you really were desperate and didn't have anything else. We're all gonna so, get Alzheimer's when we get older because we've all smoked out of pop cans. Of course, but <laughs> the. Yeah, we're all going to get Better. Alzheimer's when we get older because we all smoked out of pop cans. Fuck up. So anyway. <laughs> Go ahead, brother. Uh, the, better, or the people in our group who you know really like smoking weed obviously always had the papers with them. They learned how to roll the joints. I was yeah. one of those people. So I learned you know basic straight pinners, basic cones, stuff like that. And eventually we get to a party and someone's like, dude, I saw this thing online of a cross joint. Nobody here could do that properly. And he's like, starts trying it and he fucks up so many times. But he's just like, see nobody you else in, could do it. I'm knowing like, you as well as I can do, I just see you sitting there like, like anime face, like that intense anime face that the main character makes I've when never, a challenge is like, comes no, that up was and he's the like, thing. I've never done it. I've never done it before. So I'm kind of like, can this guy actually do it? 
And it's like, fuck, I can't do it. So I'm like, here, let me try. So I pull out my papers. I fucking get to the rolling tray, pull out his shredded paper out. I roll two perfect joints, break just the perfect hole inside of it, slip the two together, take two more pieces of paper, rip off the glue strips, make the cross section so they're all sealed tightly together. And I'm just like, uh, I, uh, I just did it. <laughs> and then we all lit it and it burned perfectly and all three ends surprisingly met at the same time. Isn't that the most beautiful so, thing about a cross joint? Like, oh, that's awesome. I made man. the cross ones long enough but thin enough where <laughs> they would burn and the top half of the joint where it was supposed to burn first burn yeah, was well, like you knew the trick, thick man. and you knew thin. The trick. So, like, and that's the thing. It was a just guesstimated intuition at that point. Like, it was yeah, like the, the center first time one. I'd ever done one. The center one, like, you have to make it. The reason why it's called a cross joint is because you have to make it like an actual cross. Like the the parts on the top, the three, the top part and the two side parts need to be roughly the same length and thickness, so that when they burn down, they meet at the same point, right? Like, so if you make right. the top part too long, then it'll burn down, and the side parts will get to the middle before the top part burns all the way down. But right. if you make it's a combination of long, either the making them, will, all, yeah, right. You either have to make them all the same size, or you have to compensate by making the ones that are longer thinner and making the ones that are shorter fatter. Exactly, and, and yeah, and that's somehow awesome, the man. first time I got it, and I've it. rolled, I rolled five more since then, only fucking up one of them, and <laughs> I was surprised that I was able to pick that one up and keep it going. So, yeah, that's yeah. Well, no, that's I great. Successfully and, like, say and, I can roll cross joints. Like yeah, man, and cross joints were one of the like because the Dutch tulips were my favorite, right? But I also like um I also used to do cross joints like and stuff, and I had a different technique than you had. Um, the first time I rolled one, um, which is a different like an alternative technique. Um, which basically you use a pair of scissors, you roll two straight joints, uh, right. one slightly longer than the other, and then you use a pair of scissors to snip. A, like V shape, almost like how they used to cut subway subs. Yeah. Um, don't think about pedophilia, and uh, <laughs> so um, like how they that V that they um, like that you cut a V in each of them and then notch them together and then do the same thing you did, like take the stickies from other papers and just wrap them around it, almost like when you see like an actual cross, like on a like how the rope is right. tying it together or whatever in the middle yeah. there. And yeah, you just wrap it around like that, and it seals it all up, and because the joints are open in the middle to each other, they're open at that hole, when you light it, they just burn nice and evenly. Um, and that's like one technique that I used, but I also, I've tried the one uh, that you did, where it's with the hole, and going with that, and um, I, it worked, but it, I always had better luck with the other method, but they're both perfectly awesome methods. Right. If your joint burns well... Like it works. good, good fucking job. Like it, like there's an old saying: if it's stupid and it works, it ain't stupid. And so, however you manage to roll your fancy ass joints, like I've seen some on Reddit where people make like full statues out of weed using papers. I've seen and attempted once to make a braided joint, a oh, three I've, joint braided joint, and I I've made one and it burnt like hot garbage. It, it like mm -hmm. flayed apart. It flayed apart after because I it got I had three. Uh, as soon as you bridges. light it, it fucking. Yeah, unfolds itself. Yeah, I had it's three so sticky bridges. I had like so I had a sticky at the top, but, sticky in the middle, and sticky at the bottom. And when it burnt past the first one, it just blew apart. It was terrible. Um, but uh, exactly. but yeah, for but with the cross joints, um, going back to those, um, my favorite fucking cross joint story ever is um, one time I was going to a party, and um, basically my I had these papers because I had got this rolling machine that was an antique rolling machine, and it was about the size of a typewriter. Like, this thing was fucking huge. And it weighed, like, 10 pounds. 
Like, it was legit one of those, like, desk ones that you put on a desk and it never leaves the desk, you know? And so I had one of those, and the cool thing is it rolled all at once. It was a cigarette roller, but it would roll one foot long joint or one foot long cigarette. So it it had foot long papers that you would put into the machine, and all at once it would roll a, a cigarette that would be one foot long, and it had a spot on there that you would use a razor blade to cut it. Because hmm. this was from back in the day. It was an antique from back in the day when you, right. there were no you make it a foot long and then you yeah, cut Yeah, you roll it a foot long and then size. you cut that into the proper length for actual your cigarettes to fit in your package or whatever, right? right? And so, obviously, you know, I was like, I'm repurposing this for weed. I would be a fucking Duh. idiot if I didn't. Duh, right? So it came with this package of, <laughs> now this is probably terrible, and I more than likely gave myself some kind of weird, like, fucking, like, old-timey poisoning for this, but it came with papers. Like, I don't know. Probably, but... I, I don't, yeah, maybe. I, me no, me no think it bad problem, big time. But, uh, so, like, basically, yeah, it came with these papers that I don't know if they were original You're gonna get Alzheimer's from smoking out of cans? Yeah, I'm gonna get Alzheimer's from smoking out of cans, I think. I, I don't know if I've ever mentioned that or not, but I'm definitely gonna get Alzheimer's from anyway. smoking out of cans. But anyway, um, so I used this machine... To roll a joint, right? A foot-long joint. And I took that foot-long joint, and I set it to the side. And I used it to roll another one, the exact same size and dimensions. And then I cut the second one in half, and I put a filter in one side of it, and I immediately lit it. And with the other half, I did that notch technique. I cut a V, cut a V. And you made... And I made a foot... Foot long by six inches wide, so foot tall by six inches wide, cross joint. And so I was like, I am bringing this to the party, like holding it up above my head triumphantly as if I'm an RPG character who just completed a quest and got the fucking sickest loot. And my roommate's like, how are we going to get it there? (laughs) And I was like, I didn't think of that because we were walking. And I can't verify you. I, this was before legalization. I mean, I never smoked. Please tell me you dressed up as Jesus and walked through the street while your friend dressed as a fucking Roman poking you with a spear. That was idea number one. That was idea Good. number one. Um, unfortunately, it fell apart because I couldn't find my robe. Um, I couldn't find my crown of thorn. I could only crown of thorns. I could only excuses, find this little sparkly excuses. tiara. Anyway, and I didn't have any sandals. So I just, without the sandals, you can't fucking do it. Because, I mean, there's only so much immersion breaking oh, you can get. Okay, like, yeah. You, you, yeah. you can't if break you didn't immersion have the sandals, definitely. I didn't have the sandals, couldn't do it, right? So right. Um, so anyway, um, I was like, uh... So I grabbed a pizza box, because I remembered I had bought a 12-inch pizza. <laughs> and I opened it. It works. And I was like, plunk. And I literally just dropped the joint, and it fit, like, Perfectly. Corner to corner. Perfectly. Corner to corner. Perfectly. Like, it wouldn't wiggle. Like, it wouldn't shake. Like, I could move it around, and it was in there. And I was like, that's amazing. So, I rolled, like, a couple tulips, and I put them in there, too. And then I put a pipe, and I put another little baggie of weed, and I closed it, and just, like, closed the box, like, shut it, and it looked like I was holding a pizza. And I was like, all right, let's go. So me and my roommate left, and we walked across town, and I was just carrying a pizza. 
And cops drove by, and they just kept going, because I'm just a dude carrying a pizza. And if they had stopped, I would have been like, and been like, what are you doing? I would have been like, going to a party. I'd be like, oh, got some pizza. Yeah, they'd be like, you got some pizza there? I'd be like, yep, for the party. And they'd be like, all right, cool, have a good night. And I'd be like, you too. <laughs> and then they'd drive away. They didn't, though. No, We didn't see any cops on the way there or anything like that. So we walked there, and we get to the party. And my friend was like, oh, you brought pizza. I was like, no, I'm sorry to, dis- I'm sorry to disappoint you. And I, like, opened it up, and they were like, oh, my God, what the fuck? Like, and, like they were, like, not disappointed at all. And I was yeah. like, damn right. So fucking uh, we cool. waited for a little bit. We played some music and shit like that. And when we lit that thing, man, it burned for way longer than it should have. And I'm not a religious man. I'm not by any stretch. Like, I mean, but I'm a universal, I'm a universe kind of guy. I believe in like string theory over right. anything else. But like, you know, but regardless of that, you know, like that miracle of like the whole like bread lasting for like 40 fucking weeks when it was supposed to be like one right. little day's worth of bread. It was like a situation like that. That joint seemed to burn for fucking ever. And I don't know whether it was just because we were so stoned by the end of it that time was like dilated for us. Or that it really burnt for that long, but it was like some kind of weird Christmas miracle in the summertime. Yeah, it was awesome. And this man. was all before legalization. This this was before legalization, um, and obviously, I can't recommend doing anything illegal. Um, luckily, but statute still. of limitations has passed for me, so I'm all right for it. Um, but exactly. still, you know, it's one of those things where. When you're doing things, I never did anything that was dangerous or stupid when I was high on marijuana. I never went around town fucking with shit. I would go to my friend's house, play music, smoke right. weed. You know? So it was good. And exactly. um, that's what you guys should do, too. Just smoke weed and chill, listening to our podcast. Exactly. On Anchor, it's... Spotify, Google Podcasts, and all the other ones. <laughs> right. Now, even though it was illegal then, it is legal now. Now, that does remind me. There are a couple yes. new states that can join that roster. So I think, think it's time for some weed news worldwide election results. So, our first bit of news today is, of course, the results of the 2020 electoral ballot for marijuana legalization in the states. Congratulations yeah, to all the states that were up for legalization that includes New Jersey, Arizona, Montana, South Dakota, Mississippi, are all approving legalizing marijuana for your respective states. Proud of you, Jersey. Proud of you all for New Jersey, Arizona, and Montana. That is now legal adult use for adults over the age of 21. For Mississippi, it is now legal medicinal marijuana. And congratulations on voting 65 and not 65A. You guys subverted that little loop. Proud of you. Ah, Good job. Smart people. We told you about that. Exactly. Congratulations to South Dakota for getting both medical use and adult use marijuana legalized at the same time. Very nice. Also, a little shout out to Oregon and Washington, D.C., who were both able to get medically legalized uh, psilocybin treatment ready so magic mushrooms lsd stuff like that natural i've seen some interesting uh, results with uh, ptsd with that and stuff so that's really going to be cool to see in the future exactly so congratulations to everyone who made it out and voted for 2020 marijuana legalization is good on these states and hopefully more states will come soon oh damn right also some guy got voted president cool what do you do 
Yeah. Anyway, um, there's some there's some dude gonna be the yeah. president now. Cool. Whatever. Um, but we um, legalization. We are so proud yeah. of you guys for getting out and voting for that. It, it was awesome. The turnout was great for voting this year. I believe more people voted than any other presidential election in history, which is amazing. And uh, a lot of you guys voted for weed legalization, and we're very proud of you for that. Uh, 74% turnout for yes in one of the states. I can't exactly remember right now. Straight up. Sorry, I'm high. Um, like, you guys are awesome. You guys think, are fantastic. Do you have any other stories uh, that are well, not election results? Well, that's you guys the got thing. anything that's I, I not uh, policy? Because there was a lot of policy news. My goodness. Okay, we had to troll uh, for some news stories this week, but luckily there are some really, really interesting stories from around the world. Um, and I as think always, a lot of them have a lot less luck than all these states who just got pot legalized. Absolutely. Remember, um, <laughs> this is the unlucky episode. <clears throat> absolutely. These people featured in these news stories are absolutely not as lucky as those people in those states are about to be as soon as those laws like are in effect and fully take form. And, you know, once those states are going to be a lot more lucky than these folks are. The first story that I've got is from Australia. So uh, any of our uh, listeners are now listening to this a day early so they can warn you about this from the future. But All of our um, men down under who are growing yeah, weed upside down. Yeah, our under, our under, uh, our under down, down under buds. Um, you know, um, but this one from Australia. And they seized, they found and seized a huge grow-up with 1,845 cannabis plants. And one thing I gotta say right off the get-go is I love love how specific they are with their numbers in most of these things. Like, they tell you exactly oh, what they, they stole. Oh, they fucking count. Like, so they tell you, if they no, count, no, they're yeah. going to give people the number. Yeah, they tell we you We took exactly 20 minutes they, to count all those plants. Yeah, exactly, right? So, like, they straight up, they tell you exactly what they took, right? And by the way, free homie lawn tractor. I have not heard from him since he went to prison. I contacted his lawyer, and his lawyer hadn't even heard from him. So free homie lawn tractor, man. Fucking we's, arrested for we's no reason. We've been keeping up on that fucking page, and they still man. have not said that they're releasing that lawn like, tractor. Like, I know. Like, that lawn if tractor If they put it up for nothing. sale on a... Uh, whatchamacallit, one of those police auctions, we're trying to bid for it. We're going to get that lawn tractor back. Like, I am going to save that lawn tractor and let it live a beautiful life on a pasture and just relax, and it's going to have a nice retirement. I'm telling you, that lawn tractor didn't deserve to go to jail. Um, lawn but, tractor deserves better. I know, I know. And now in this story in Australia here, that uh, that's very new, um, they didn't make any mention of lawn tractors, but they did take $5.2 million dollars um that's canadian worth of uh it's 5.5 million australian worth of weed um from new south wales uh they believe that it is related to vietnamese crime gangs oh gee mama yeah so that's pretty interesting um but apparently they think the wealthy vietnamese gangs are buying land from uh drought farmers like farmers that are like suffering from drought or fires Right. They're, like, buying the land from them, like, basically being like, hey, your land is on fire, we'll buy it from you right now for, like, dirt cheap. And the farmer's like, well, I guess so, because I can't do anything with it. So they sell their land, and then they come in and they build drug facilities there. And, yeah. um, yeah, so they import illegal workers to grow cannabis crops, and uh, they had a crime scene warrant to go in, check it out, and... Um, they seized 1,845 plants, like I said, worth 5.5 Australian million dollars. Um, and it took, like, from November 2019 
from the investigation to figure out exactly where the supply chain was coming from because they knew the weed was coming in from a fairly local area, but they didn't know exactly right. where. Um, but uh, they arrested two dudes. Uh, one of them was 22. One of them was 29. Both of them were unlucky for being there. And uh, oh, yeah. yeah, they got Absolutely. arrested. Yeah, they got arrested and charged with the bust. Uh, they faced charges of cultivating a prohibited plant because Australia it's still illegal. Um, a large commercial quantity, which is even worse. Um, participating in a criminal group contributing to criminal activities, so being in a gang. And um, they uh, both refused. They both were refused bail because uh, obviously they were a huge flight risk. If they were allowed bail, they could very easily use illegal channels to flee back to Vietnam and never be seen again. Um, right. So uh, this isn't the first time uh, that the New South Wales police found one of these. Because just last week there was another seizure, and that was thirteen thousand three hundred and fifty-three plants grown on three wow. separate properties. And uh, they had an estimated value of $40 million, which is, uh, which is substantially lower because they weren't, it wasn't matured yet. Um, but uh, the right. police believe is the largest, uh, the largest scale, you know, grab in history. Like, the most, uh, for them at least, the largest, like, scale collection of cannabis they've ever gotten all right at once. having to go to three different properties to get all this exactly but it was all shit. it was all part of one operation though like getting these three places so it's exactly. like it's crazy yeah so it's insane like um, they're they seized a massive amount of cannabis from these very unlucky vietnamese gangsters that just happened to fucking be there that day and uh so they were refused bail Throw it in their own i mean I, I don't want to yeah. be that guy, but... Growing grow in Vietnam, country. man. I mean, Vietnam's you actually a great lot country of, for growing weed. It's a great country for growing anything. I mean, yeah. that's why we had so much trouble in the war. <laughs> you guys kept hiding on us. I mean, just grow plants, plants. everywhere. Fuck it. There's plants everywhere. But yeah, no, like, and so, the, yeah, so basically it, it is one of those things where, like, uh, they're, um, they got busted. They're in jail. Illegal operation shut down. Australia legalized cannabis so that these people, gangsters, I mean, coming in and buying up land in your country and doing illegal operations like this will stop happening because legal farmers will be able to do it. You know? Like, your right. citizens can grow the weed and then sell it to your citizens, you know? And it will be legal. And, well, you know, there won't hopefully be Hopefully they follow suit with New Zealand, who hopefully is legalizing soon. Yes, but yes. We I haven't gotta, checked we, up on yeah. them recently, but we'll um, let you know for next week how they're doing. We'll, yeah, we'll check into that, and we'll give you an update on that next week. Exactly. But, uh, Curtis, so right uh, now, do you have anything uh, anything else that's interesting going on? So, speaking of my uh, Florida weed, I now yeah. have a story about Florida woman. Oh, you got Florida man and Florida woman. Nice exactly. couple. So a Florida woman who drove her SUV in a bike lane for a quarter mile fesses up. There's a sack of weed between her panties and her pants. <laughs> oh my god, man. So, apparently a 33-year-old woman, woman in Ocala, Florida, who was yeah. caught with a bunch of bud in her panties after being pulled over by police for driving several hundred meters in a bike lane and then veered right, hitting the curb. Uh, a corporal with the Myron County Sheriff's Office tracked the slow-moving black SUV as it veered across lanes on traffic, of traffic before traveling in the bike lane. Notes of police reports. Uh, <laughs> the, estim 
The SUV continued for an estimated quarter of a mile, apparently not noticing that the officers had activated the vehicle's emergency lights. The siren was going off. SUV turned into a local road and pulled onto the shoulder. When asked oh, what was God. going on, she was set, you know, very slow and very sluggish to respond. Appeared to be in a daze, according to the officer. Um, she couldn't find her license when she was asked to produce it, but she was able to produce her or provide her license number and offer that her vehicle alignment was off. Air quotes. Um. Oh my God. She also noted that she had taken Seroquel the night before. Um. So they kept asking her this and that, you know, not really drilling her, just, you know, questioning her. And after uh, blood alcohol to see if she was intoxicated, anything like that, finally she said, I don't want to get another charge. And she had it. And then she admitted that she had a sack of weed between her panties and her pants. <laughs> so they took her to jail. Um, she was under the deemed under the influence of cannabis, unsafe to operate a vehicle. While she was there, a baggie was produced from where she said it was. Exactly. Uh, it was twenty grams, or or it was less than twenty grams, but it was a misdemeanor charge. Um, so it doesn't say. Ex- oh, here we go. Uh, she was charged with driving under the influence of alcohol or drugs and was released on a $1,000 bond. Oh, so well, there you go. Well, the, it's very it, unfortunate. Like, so, so this right here is another fucking prime example of what we always say every single time one of these unlucky idiots gets busted. When you're, you're doing something do illegal, something... Do, some, do one one illegal thing. Never do one do... illegal thing at a time. Don't speed. If you're transporting weed, don't smoke weed at the same time. Yeah. Don't swerve. Or don't be high as fuck. Don't, yeah, don't be high as fuck. And if you're stoned, like, if you are sitting there and you're like, man, I'm high as fuck, don't drive. Just don't. Just don't fucking do it. Don't do it. It's dumb. Just don't. Never but anyway, like, yeah, that's, that's what this woman did was dumb. Because she, like, I mean, now, granted, this is a case of bad luck. In the fact that she was unlucky to not have a functioning brain to be able to make the right decision to not do what she did. Like, having weed, that's fine. Speeding, that's not necessarily fine, especially the speeds she was going. She was going 90 miles per hour. She wasn't speeding. This woman was going very fucking slow. Well, no, no, that's after they activated their emergency lights when she, uh, yeah, I got the, it's, uh, yeah, I got the page here. It's an ISP trooper clocked the vehicle driving at 98 miles per hour at 3.15 p.m. He activated emergency lights and told her to pull over. She got off the interstate and traveled for a little while, and then she did the we whole We have two different story. stories. Do we? Yeah. Weird. That's amazing. Well, I have an interesting story here about someone speeding and fucking having marijuana, and it's from Florida as well. We'll share that a different time, because I have another story that's fairly fucking interesting. (laughs) Yeah, no, this lady was going at a very slow, very, uh, you know, very day's pace, very slow and sluggish, and her car veered into a bike lane. Which oh, geez, huh? isn't on expressways. Yeah, here, no, that's 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 very well. Yeah, I hope not. I mean, I very much hope not. 
Um, I've I've so, never seen a bike lane on an express lane, but that would be uh, well, yeah, be an interesting situation. Kind of bad. So mm. I don't yeah. think that'd be okay. Yeah, so, but no, the story that I have here, this other one, I think we'll share that next week. I may save this one because it's literally the fairly the exact opposite of the story Curtis just shared. Well, um, might as well say, but, uh, might as well tell that one and then save the other one for next week. Yeah, big truth, big truth. Um, but anyway, so what I'll do is this one is almost the exact opposite of yours. It's a woman who was speeding at 145 kilometers an hour, which is uh, in the 90 uh, miles. in the freedom units, 90 miles per hour. Um, basically, she was speeding, going 145. She got a police's attention. So you know, basically, what happened was uh, she was driving about, you know, super fast. So they they noticed that uh, she was going at 90, like 98 miles per hour. And so he clicked on his uh, emergency lights and siren, tried to stop the vehicle, and they didn't stop. They kept driving. So there you go. You got speeding, and now you have fleeing from a police officer. So we've got those things already, right? Already being so, stupid. Already being stupid. Um, so, essentially, the, uh, they stopped very, very sharply, the car that was speeding, and threw a bag out the window, and then they sped off again at about 100 miles per hour. Um, they left the interstate, drove on some country roads for a little while before getting on to the I-64 West, and the, now here's the thing. Basically, um, the pursuit ended because they crossed the state line into Illinois, so the cops couldn't keep chasing. Um, but the Illinois troopers... What state was this in? Uh, Florida, I believe. You, Florida doesn't connect to Did Illinois. This fucking story? <laughs> what the fuck is going on here with this page? You know what? Ignore this page. I don't know what's going on with it. I'm going to cover the original fucking story that I was going to cover. Because that page is just this right. weed. Okay, just first and foremost, this weed just... clearly does not good is not good for focus. Like I'll just say that now. Um, um, like without a full review, definitely not good for focus. But you know what is good for focus? Fire. <laughs> and and this story, Curtis, is about fire. And do you know the name of the town that the fire was in? Okay, what? <laughs> I know, I'm confusing everybody, because this weed is making me feel f fucking confused, so I'm just going with it, because I want to have a, as real of a natural reaction to this cannabis as I can, because I don't know what it is. Um, but this town okay. had a fire, Curtis. Okay. Right? Had a fire. And the, and the name, the town's name is Comfellenfatch. It took me five takes to get that name right. But, okay. Okay. yeah. This place called the Pioneer Hotel in Comfellenfatch. It's a small village in southeast Wales. Um, when there was a fire in the basement of this hotel, um, cops went there, firefighters went there, and they found more than just fire. They found 2,000 cannabis plants. Yeah. Really? Somebody was growing a hydroponic grow-up in the basement of an abandoned pub. And... Uh, I this is amazing to me. I was just like, first and foremost, like, like who would have thought there'd be an abandoned pub in the UK somewhere? Um, and also, like, growing weed in abandoned pub—that's like, 
kind of clever. I mean, if you think about it. I mean, if like it's got space, it's got the electrical outlets and shit that you'd need. It's probably have all the plumbing. I mean, Curtis, you know a lot about plumbing, because like you know, working with hose and stuff like that. And that's not an Indian. That's not an innuendo. Um, but uh, basically, like, yeah, like this. So they they went to investigate this fire, and they found, you know, fucking a grow up with two thousand plants. And apparently, it's not the first time it happened. Um, there's another, uh, place called Clydac, or Clydach, I don't know, maybe butchering the name, but they found, uh, more than a hundred cannabis plants growing inside of another vacant pub. Hmm. So apparently criminals, more than one criminal's got this idea. It must be getting around. Do they, like, do you think they have, like, a criminal version of Twitter? Aside from, like, the actual Twitter? I don't not 100% like sure where they go the on there and they're kind of like yo guys you should set your grow up up and like grow your grow up up in a vacant pub because nobody will go check there hashtag grow up vacant pub <laughs> you know like hello tweet. are you vietnamese you go to australia uh, yeah. set up <laughs> yeah. in new welsh yeah it so is okay we have many other grow ups there available you can go work weed grow yeah. up yeah. Hashtag Australia, Viet- hashtag tourism, hashtag weed. <laughs> hashtag Vietnam business boom. Yeah, like seriously, like, it, and that's what I mean. Apparently, so this is not a one time thing. Uh, police also, I love this one, Nottinghamshire. Ooh. Yeah, Nottinghamshire, UK. Discovered it's a grow up. Yeah, not a Hamshire, it's a Nottinghamshire. Um, I love things with ham in the name. Like, it's just, like, ham sandwich. Anyway. Anyway, I digress. Uh, they found another another, another grow-up in the abandoned Crown, Crown and Wolfpack pub, seizing more than 200 plants in that operation. So they, they keep going to abandoned pubs. I don't know why they just... Why don't they just periodically just pop into every single abandoned pub, be like, yo, grow up in here? Oh, yep. Hey, guys. And like, you know... Oh, <laughs> you got us. Oh, you here we are us. in the abandoned oh, pub. Oh, oh, you walked in. Shocks. We, oh, we thought we would get away with it because we thought that you guys would think that nobody would be stupid enough to do this again, but we did it again. And, oh, you came and you got us. Ah. Oh, yep, yep. We're on to you guys now. Who would have guessed? Oh. I know, right? And, like, it's so fucking great. Like, I just think it's hilarious how, like, all of these kind of, like, criminals get the similar idea and, like, go for it. And it's... And it just... Makes you think, like, I would if if I was in that situation, I feel like I would be that one criminal who'd be like, you know what, guys, fucking abandoned bowling alley, <laughs> every single lane, just like, cover it, yeah, like just straight up, like everybody else is like, guys, we gotta go to an abandoned pub, abandoned pub, yeah, go to an abandoned pub, yeah, they might have some kegs left over, and I'm like, are you kidding? <laughs> best best idea for me would be a uh, pool hall. Because yeah. they already have all the light rigs set up. And tables. Exactly. Tables for the light one. You just have to replace the bulbs, really. Yeah. Add some foil up everywhere. Black out the windows, which most of them already are blacked out, so that yep. way you stay in there longer. Yep. Bob's your yeah. uncle, man. That'd be fucking awesome. But right. yeah, like, and so that's what I mean, man. Like, all these criminals seem to have gotten the same idea around the same time. And I mean, this dude got, like, this one specifically, the um the one in... uh. In Kumfelenfach, um, which I love saying the name of that. That's spelled C W M F E L I N F A C H, um, and it's Kumfelenfach, um, and uh, that one was busted because it 
caught on fire somehow. Which is funny because it's a hydroponic grow op, so somehow this water grow caught on fire. Um, Some of but, the lights, uh, probably. Yeah, and so the police officer's uh, statement from one of the uh, from Inspector Andrew Boucher um, says. I would encourage any and all members of our local communities to contact us if they see any suspicious activity in their neighborhoods, especially around derelict buildings. Um, so, yeah, if they, they, he's, he's like, yo, rat, he's like, yo, rat on your homies if you see them around a ratty building. Like, if you, if you see somebody by, see, fuck, there goes my abandoned fucking anything idea. So, you know what? Okay, here, hear me out, hear me out. You don't go to, you don't set your grow up. Up in an abandoned pub or an abandoned bowling alley or an abandoned pool hall, you set it up in a fully operational and active Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> no. Just no, man. It's like fully in service and functional and operational. Just people will be so distracted by all the machines. You could literally have the plants down the middle of the aisles of the arcade machines. And people are so zoned out from the moment they walk in the door to the moment they walk out the door, they wouldn't even notice the weed plants. The main issue with this <laughs> is not anything with, you know, hiding it or keeping it from kids or anything like that or the smell. Because no, that's notice. an issue in Chuck E. Cheese. It, yeah, I mean, you wouldn't it, smell it. Chuck E. Cheese uh, has yeah, a very distinct smell. Of disgusting poopy diapers. Yeah, very distinct. pizza. Yeah. But the, ma- the main thing that makes the entire thing not work, the roaches. You don't want the no, roaches heating your plate, your plants. You put it up on bug safe, pl- bug safe platforms. You're fine. There is no bug safe platform in Chuck yeah, dog, water. They're everywhere. No, no, no. You you put a water table in there and fucking you just have water flushing through so and a filter set up so that it just filters all the bugs out. I think you'd be better off in a Dave and Buster's. I don't know, man. Adults would notice. Too many adults. They'd be drinking and a- then they they'd get distracted from being distracted and they'd be like, "Whoa, is that a weed plant?" And then you'd be fucked. Like they'd. Do you know how many times I get drunk near a ficus and do the same thing? Yeah, but that's what I mean, right? So it'd be dangerous because the one this one time they'd actually be right, and then we'd be busted because they'd be like, "Guys, it was weed," and then other people would look and they'd be like, "They wouldn't." Be I like, don't know. The Chuck E. Cheese is near me sell alcohol, and I think the same yeah, adults would right. notice. You're probably right. So I think we'd be better um, okay. off in a Dave and Buster's where at least everything's dark and the only thing you can see is neon lights, which okay, the neon lights would light them up anyway. Hear me out. You know the secret tunnels under Disney, right? Secret tunnel. Yes. I mean, yeah, okay. So yeah, the secret tunnels under Disney. What we'll do is we'll sneak down there. We'll find like one of the hallways that's not like in use anymore. And we'll just grow there. Well then. Be the happiest place on earth. Interesting. Dude, we, I have we a feeling even, that in dude, the Animal even, Kingdom like, somewhere, we can... I have an idea that somewhere deep in the Animal Kingdom on one of their safari rides, somebody is already growing pot in Disney. You're I don't know who, I don't care who, and I'm not going to go to find it out because Disney is expensive as shit now. Yeah. But I guarantee at least somebody is growing a pot plant in Disney somewhere. Yeah. yeah. But, well, that reminds me, actually, fun fact, There's a, there was a program that I heard about through a close friend of mine. Um, and it is legitimate. It's an actual thing. But this program, basically what they wanted to do is they wanted to, they essentially believe that cannabis should be a plant that should just be everywhere. Like, it's just, it should be allowed to go yeah. free like it wants to. Um, and, like, they weren't necessarily, so what they were doing is they were sending out, if you signed up for this program, they would send you out packets with, like, maybe 100, 200 seeds for cannabis in a baggie. Yeah. 
Um, and what they wanted people to do is take those and plant them in random places. So, like, wherever right. you go, just, like, just stick one in the ground. And, like, they said, you know, if you want to, you can, like, germinate them and grow them a little bit and have them start off. But they also said, if you want to, just jam them in the ground and hope they grow. And uh, so, like, my, my friend had done this. I didn't sign up for it um, in time before the program closed, but my friend had done this. And um, afterwards, he was telling me stories of how people had gone to their, like, town city hall. And in the gardens in front of city hall, they had stuck in a whole shit ton of fucking cannabis seeds in amongst right. the fucking flowers and shit. And um, they grew in front of city halls and shit like that. And that kind of thing, right? And so, like, they all got removed, and then more popped up, and everything else, like, and that kind of thing, right? So, and, like, people were planting them along trails and paths and in their yard and in other, like, just along their walking trail as they're in the woods or whatever, right? And, like, right. just, like, in the off chance that these seeds will just randomly grow and have, like, this cannabis growing anywhere, right? And so, it's, like, yeah. Interesting. It was, yeah, it was, like, it was just a really kind of interesting idea you know like an interesting concept to just kind of spread spread cannabis around and just let it grow spread cannabis spread the love spread the high yeah speaking of which shank how you feeling man i am feeling absolutely magnificent this weed is not a good focus weed obviously as judged from that earlier fucking news story that i attempted to get through and totally did not manage to um, I'll try I'm not to get you the actual news story yeah. next time. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go scrub through that thing and figure out what the heck was going on. Either they compressed like three news stories into the same page that I was looking at, or my brain just stopped working for a minute. Anyway. Either way, I'm not apologizing. I'm just letting you know we'll fix it later. Not in post on this episode, but in the future we might give you an update. Um, but I feel good, man. Um, nice and light, high energy. Um, honestly, if I had to say. Um, it's very happy stone, like uplifted, happy, good feeling kind of stone. Um, and yeah, man, it's a, it's, and this is, I'm entertained, you know, like that kind of thing. I'm right. very, I feel like I'm very easily entertained right now. Somebody could probably jingle some keys in front of me and I'd be like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, so it's pretty great, man. I feel good. How, how about you, man? How's your, uh, how's your strain treating you? A nice, calm, relaxing high. Uh, definitely in a. I'm. I'm. I'd say I'm in a happy mood. I mean, I'm. I'm probably just happy just because you know, in my bud, I'm doing. Yeah, we're always, like we human, always have. But, yeah, we always have fun on the podcast. So I don't really think it's the weed, but the weed is making me feel relaxed. I got a nice body high going. Head is. I think I'm a little bit more focused, if anything. Uh, not really sleepy. Not a huge amount of dry mouth either. Uh, I have been taking sips of my Pepsi regularly, but nothing like, oh my god, I'm so fucking thirsty. Yeah. Also, not really a huge amount of munchy, and I think it's pretty good for pain, too, because I was feeling a little bit in my knees from yesterday. But, yeah. feeling good today. Feeling good. That's so, awesome, man. Yeah. Or yeah. Not. It's pretty freaking fantastic. I mean, it sounds good. I mean, honestly, and like we were saying, we don't know what these are, but if you guys have any idea or hint as to what they might be, hit us up in the comments below or wherever you see this. Send us a message on Facebook if you want to, because we love getting messages. Just whatever you, you got to do. Us through Instagram. You can send us anything. You can post something onto our Reddit, like we said. Good yeah. sub. 
And yeah, if you got an idea of what these might be, let us know and we'll see if we can get our hands on the strain that you suggest and try them out and compare them with the strain that we have. See if it's the same or similar. Um, But yeah, of course, like Curtis and I said earlier in the episode, you can check out all of the pictures of these beautiful strains on our Instagram and our uh, Reddit sub, our Facebook page. I'll uh, every now and then have some stuff on it, but mostly that's some beautiful memes and we let you know when our episodes are posted. Um, Well, yeah, man. And it would um, uh, really be nice if you guys could reach out and let us know what you like so we know what we can keep on making for you. Big truth. We are running somewhat short on time, but before we go, really special for the 13th episode, a new strain has entered the competition. I have today another mystery strain and a bonus strain for the day. All right, bro, what do we got? Now, this strain is... Sorry. Okay. Now, this strain is grown in northern Michigan, and this was given to me by my another one of my uncles, and the thing is, he just won't fucking tell me what the strain name is. He's like, <laughs> he just won't tell he you? He just won't tell me. He, so, he knows what it is, but he's like, I'm not telling. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, I get to review it here. The nugs are this semi-dense nug with a bold, darker green... And it has these spots of purple on them that are just absolutely gorgeous. The purple. It has these small orange hairs that just barely stick out, but it sticks out everywhere around it. But it, it's an interesting complex mix of colors, as you can see by the pictures, again, on the screen or on Instagram. Um, The crystal coating is a very light dusting, but it is coated all the way around. The smell, again, it has a very light terpenes uh, amount to it. Very light terpenes scent. Again, probably because it was shipped over a while, you know, not really grabbed fresh. Um, I've also had it for a little bit. Um, it, But it does have a scent of citrus with a piney uh, aftertone to it. It... I don't know. It smells like a very classic strain, like something I would easily remember, but it's still unfamiliar. It's distinct enough that you can't quite put your finger on it. Exactly. Like, I could probably guess, but I don't want to be absolutely wrong. But the color is definitely beautiful. The scent's beautiful. And I have a little bowl right here pecked. So let's get a little flavor profile for you guys as well, shall we? Nice, nice. So, let us out, bro. Took the boat. So, Curtis, how's that treating you, brother? Hmm. All right. It's interesting because this is the first time I've ever had this weed. I've been saving it specifically for this moment to try it on the podcast. Um, 
and even sometimes like we will try some strains beforehand so we have an idea of what to talk about on the podcast sometimes not trying to yeah. break the illusion not always this is, but it's sometimes we will do that but this is literally the first time i've ever smoked this weed before and nice. it starts with this very smooth again very filling and well-rounded flavor that hits the throat the top of the head the back of the mouth the full mouth um the flavor itself So more of that citrus flavor definitely comes out than, and then that citrus doves move. It's weird because it tastes almost exactly as it smells. Yeah. Like it's a light citrusy taste to it that moves into this very light piney aftertone that kind of sticks with and coats the tongue and kind of holds there for a while as an aftertaste. That's rare. So, that so is it's like weird, the exact same kind of flavor goes from, as the smell. Exactly. Like, there's almost no contrast. It's straight. The scent goes into how the flavor is, and it's literally citrus to pine, citrus to pine. <laughs> it's a nice flow, though. It's a really it's fantastic. good weed. Um, so, again, that's the strange weed out of northern Michigan from my no uncle. what it is. So, yep, yeah. again. If you can see on the screen, or if you can see it on Instagram, let us know what you guys think, and tell us if you can let us know uh, what the strain is. Yeah, and while you're there, remember to click like and subscribe and stuff, because that's definitely awesome. Exactly. And follow. I think on Instagram you follow. And on Facebook. Just just whatever the button is, click it. If it's a good one. Exactly. But with all that being said, I think it is time that we end the episode. We're running a little short on time. Yes, sir. So let's roll one for the roads, bro. Yeah. Roll one for the roads, bro. And we will see you in the next episode. And don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and uh, just kind of moan about this in the corner until someone comes over and asks you if you're doing okay, and you're kind of like, I don't want to talk about it. But then when they kind of pry a little bit, be like, you really need to listen to the Good Buds podcast. And then uh, that's about it. So, later, buds. Later.